You're listening to the P2E cast sponsored by PlayToEarn.net, episode number four coming at you guys. I'm Copper Pitch with K Street joining me. We talk about all the latest news in the GameFi space. Um, we talk about what we did in the past week, what's going on, what's the current news, and we're going we're gonna to break down a topic every week as well. This week we're going to be talking about the Guild of Guardians beta that we both got to play in so we're gonna we're gonna dive into that in just a little bit but first k street what's going on how you doing i'm doing good i'm excited fourth episode man we've been doing it for almost a month now so this is pretty cool um yeah. just big shouts everyone listening uh really we've heard a lot of good feedback um i don't know it's, it's been really awesome it's the first time i've been doing this so the positive feedback is much appreciated so thank you very much absolutely um uh, yeah thank you guys for listening and what did you get up to this week in the world of blockchain gaming? A few things. Um, you know, the first thing that I, that we, I guess early in the week, we found out that, you know, StarkNet was going to be airdropping us some tokens. Um, you probably know more about it than me, but I'm just happy to be here. Well, I don't know all the details yet. We just know that uh, if you've used StarkNet, anything that is on the StarkNet platform, which basically uh, is like Immutable, Didex, Seller, Diversify, Argent, others, uh, but namely Immutable for all of us people who play Gods Unchained. That's probably where a lot of you guys have come from and where you know us from. So if you play Gods Unchained and you've traded any cards on the Immutable X platform, then you'll qualify for this free airdrop of StarkNet tokens. And StarkNet That's true. Is... And, you know, Guild of Guardians players, like anything IMX, right? So if you yeah. bought land in Alluvium, you know, who knows? But there's probably a, a fair amount of, uh, of us that are going to qualify, which is exciting because I never qualify for these things because I don't do DeFi and like all that kind of stuff. I'm not hip to it. So I miss out on a lot of these airdrops. But this one, this one I get. Yeah. And this, like, so they're also an L2 on Ethereum, very similar to these other platforms. So I'm not 100% sure how they all correlate and how it all will break down and work out. But effectively, you need their token, I think, to make transactions on their network. So not 100% sure how much tokens will be receiving or when that will be. But allegedly, the, the snapshot date was June 1st. So if you've made any trades on Immutable before June 1st, then you should qualify for a nice little chunk of uh, free tokens. I'll and take free, free tokens is a great motivation to understand uh, what StarkNet is, right? So you get some free loot. Let's go find out. So uh, yeah. we'll do that. Absolutely. All right. How about you? What's one of the things you got into? Ooh, so Immortal Game is a chess game that is on Immutable. And they just did their unboxing today. So you could purchase NFT boxes of chess pieces effectively and to, tonight i was able to unbox my my chess. i only bought one box but i got a chess piece i don't think it was very good um i probably can't sell it for more than i bought the box for i probably shouldn't have opened it i don't regret it though i like supporting little games on immutable and uh it's a chess game i love chess and it's an interesting concept where basically each piece has its own set of criteria. So the piece that I unboxed was you need to win a game with four of your pawns still alive. And if you accomplish that, then you gain like these type of points and the points kind of correlate 
into tokens eventually once their tokens come out. And so the idea isn't just to win, but perhaps to also maybe be the first person to capture certain pieces. Like if you're the first person to capture both knights or the first person to capture a bishop, or you need to serve, you need your queen to capture three pieces uh, and win the game or something. So there's all kinds of different like quests almost within the game, which I think is really important because as we know from Gods Unchained, bots are a huge issue in this space. And I have no earthly idea how Immortal Game is going to stop bots from just ravaging the entire ecosystem. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. And I was going to ask, I was like, are these, like, did you unbox a purple pawn and I'll get a green pawn? Like, I didn't understand how it fit in, but that's actually, that's that's really cool at all. I love the uh, alternate win conditions and you're probably playing to lose as long as you get those four pawns and like, you know, get, you know, whatever it is that that's really great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it should be interesting with the alternate win cons. I'm not a hundred percent sure yet if that will be like the whole game is you need to really just focus on, you know, your you basically you can choose four special pieces per game to have their four quests. Uh, so you can like choose when the game starts, you can pick which pieces you want to use mm. for their quests. And then each varying degree of difficulty gives you more or less uh, of your points that you earn for playing the game. But yeah, I, bots can definitely just win chess games outright very easily. And it's very difficult to detect. There are some very advanced systems. Maybe they'll have to pay for really advanced systems. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know how many bots will be programmable to be like, you need to win with four pawns or you need to do X, Y, and Z. So it'll, yeah. be, it'll be interesting to see how they are able to tackle this, but I'm along for the ride. I like, I love chess, not like, I love chess. I'm a chess player. Um, I actually have a USCF rating and uh, play in the, in the chess federation, although it's been a while. Since COVID well, started, I got That's pretty exciting. Out. I am terrible at chess, so remind me never to play against you. <laughs> I was decent, and then I kind of stopped playing for, for quite some time now, just, or a couple years since COVID, but I was playing over-the-board tournaments, and it was a lot of fun. So I'm excited for Immortal Game, but... Uh, and yeah, there'll, there'll be description a, a links in the description below, so if you guys want to check out Immortal.game, it's in the description below. You can check it out. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's early. They have been in, in, uh, paying, I believe paying, a lot of ambassadors, like big name chess players to actually play the game. So like, it seems pretty legit to me because they're actually going out and getting, I mean, so far, like they have a list of ambassadors that they've they've had play like tournaments and stuff. And the list had some pretty big names. So oh, cool. yeah, it, it seems legit, but again, it's early. Who knows? <laughs> None of this is endorsements. Right, yeah. We're just we're just hanging out playing stuff. Yeah, everything's so early. Like that's the big yeah. theme like P2E right. cast, subtitle, we're early. <laughs> we, we are very early. That that actually yeah. brings up another game that we both checked out this week. Uh it was called Legends Reborn and it was on Gala Games and and we're early. Was, we're very yeah. early. <laughs> it was it was a rough demo. It was it, so basically it's a card game and it was really cool that it had 3d art like aspects to it where like the cards kind of generate creatures and stuff like their trailer looks amazing and i think if they can match their trailer with the gameplay itself it will be incredible 
currently to me it felt a little confusing like i think it i think it suffers from the developers didn't have and and this kind of maybe what it is is a play test but like the developers didn't have other people who don't know how the game works play test the game to like give the feedback of like I don't know what's happening. Like when you develop a game yourself, you know everything. So you just assume everyone knows everything. So yeah. it, it was a little it was a little rough for me to get into it. But again, it had, like, it had some, some really cool interesting, ideas. It had some interesting aspects. You know, attacking yeah. gave you spells. Um, you know, their their kind of initiative system was cool. So I think I think there are some things that are positives, but yeah, definitely one to kind of let marinate a little bit longer and, and come back to and, and we'll check it out. But so definitely yeah. not bad, but uh, just didn't really like, uh, I probably won't play it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. And it's on Golly games and you guys can check it out yourselves. See what you think. Um, it might be your cup of tea. I think like Kate street said, uh, you know, I think you give it, give it a little time and if they can polish it up, it seemed like it could be a really cool game. Yeah. Yeah. But all right. What's this cardboard live thing? So, Gods Unchained is introducing a new tool for streamers and people who watch over on Twitch. And so they're, they have Cardboard Live. Uh, basically two years ago, Cardboard Live stopped into my stream. And I was like, are you guys the real Cardboard Live? And they were like, yep. And I was like, holy smokes, it'd be so cool if you guys did Gods Unchained. And they were like, yeah, we're just here scoping it out. And then I never heard from them again. <laughs> Um, but basically I had seen them. The reason I was like, is this the real like cardboard live? It was cause I had seen them. They make like plugins for Hearthstone and other games where basically if you're watching on Twitch, you can hover over your mouse over the cards in my hand and it will actually like bring up the text for you. You can hover over the void and it actually shows, you know, what cards are in the void. You can hover over the deck and get the deck code. That so is amazing. That is I have that's like magic to me, but that is that's really cool. Yeah, there's one for Magic the Gathering as well. Um, and there's like I think there might be like two different companies maybe that do this. But Cardboard Live is the only one I think I know by name um who does it for Twitch. And I haven't seen it in action yet, but tomorrow night, so that to today, Thursday, the day your guys are watching this, I will be streaming it for the first time. And We'll see how it goes. I'm very excited. I think it should add a lot of interactivity to Twitch. Um, I've literally been on streams before where I'm hosting a tournament and like with the co-host and the co-host to be like, oh, yeah, can you mouse over there, like mouse over the void? And it's like, no, this isn't my game. I can't mouse <laughs> over their void. Like That's not how this works. And so, yeah, people are always, you know, wanting to get more information while watching on Twitch. And now they finally have the ability to do so. And like deck codes, like that's something I get asked. I mean, I literally have a command in Twitch exclamation point deck to try and like send people over to my GU decks, uh, webs, you know, website to, to find my most recently played deck. But even that might be wrong if I haven't played a game with it yet. So now there's a way for people to actually live see what the deck code is uh it does raise some stream sniping questions but if you're doing it on twitch and you're the one you know enabling the plugin i guess you're asking for it i wouldn't recommend doing it during weekend ranked uh i guess maybe if you're on a delay it's totally fine and you're doing weekend ranked on a delay most people do i get our 50 50 maybe 
Does so, it work I don't on know. a delay? Yeah, that's a good question too. I was actually thinking about that as I was saying it, and I assume it does, but I could be wrong. Um, again, I haven't I haven't seen the actual tool yet. So basically, I believe I'll need to install something. Any streamer who wants it will be able to install something, and then the viewers don't need to do anything. They just show up and can actually just check it out. And so, so what you're telling me is this might be enough to give you the edge you need to get back into Mythic. Um, well, if someone's <laughs> sniping you, then it would help them get you back into Mythic. Um, but you're doing a stream tomorrow where you're going to give away something if you get back into Mythic, right? That, that's true. So tomorrow night, uh, first of all, I think that they're, GU is going to be doing a stream at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. So I'm going to be streaming from 6 until 8.30. We're going to raid on over there. And uh, they're going to explain like how streamers and stuff can install and like set stuff up. And then I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not. So don't tell them that I said this, but I'm going to be on their stream uh, for the second half, I believe, of of the Gods Unchained official stream. So I'm pretty excited for that. So if you guys want to check cool. that out, make sure you make sure you check that out. But during my stream uh, where I'm going to be revealing it and playing with it for the first time, I will be giving away a Highborn Knight. Uh, to a viewer so we, we gave away a highborn knight yesterday on stream or on monday on stream and we're going to be giving away another one on thursday and those were courtesy of carnival big top so big shout out to carnival big top for hooking us up with some sweet sweet prizes to give he away is fantastic yeah and uh those those are worth like 0.1 ETH each so that's no no uh small potatoes is that a saying no small potatoes I think that's right yeah, that sounds Carnival like a thing. gives lots of good financial advice on uh, mm. Discord. So if I ever get wrecked, uh, he, he's the one to blame. <laughs> Just yeah, kidding, he's, man. Just he's, kidding. he's a very smart guy. Very smart. Yeah. Very shrewd investor type. But he's also a player. He came up with some cool decks that I was yeah. playing this week. So big shouts to him. We love Carnival. Now, um, did you want to talk about the other GU news for next week? Oh, yeah. So next week in GU news the first council of the gods meeting is going to be taking place. That's going to be at 7 PM Eastern on Wednesday. So I will be streaming it. I believe so long as I'm allowed, I, they haven't said I can't. So I plan on streaming the entire meeting. Uh, I believe their plan is to also stream it. So you should be able to check out the official or my stream or both and see what the meeting is all about. We don't, Fully, fully know how it's going to go. No one has seen these meetings yet, so we don't really know what the plans are. They did post something in the Discord uh, recently. Yeah. I don't know if you have that up. Um, but basically they said something to the effect of uh, it will be so the community can kind of talk to uh, Squishy and Eclipse, who are the community managers, and they'll see what information they can gather up. So I don't know how much information we'll get or how much impact we'll have. It remains to be seen what these meetings will be, but the list of 15 people was announced, and I'm on it. So I'm going to be on the council, and... It'll be interesting to see what happens. It's 15 people who are passionate about Gods Unchained in a meeting together. What could go wrong? Now, I did double dare, and then I raised the stakes to double dog dare for Eclipse to do a temperature check on Dralimar. 
she did acknowledge that the stakes were raised, but she never followed through. So I don't know. Take that as you will, but it's a tough sign. Tough sign. Hopefully the uh, council meetings go a little bit better. Yeah, for me, I think the two things that I would bring up, number one, sealed mode yep. needs to happen, needs to be done in a month. It can't be longer. The game is hurting for it badly. And number two is, yeah, probably balance with all of the OTK decks, not just Dralimar. They really... Yeah. Someone on stream tonight summed up, uh, I said, like, the, the, the meta is basically, like... Uh, OTK decks from hand and someone was like that's basically like how you could sum up all of like Mortal Judgment the most recent set it's just all OTKs from hand combo 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 so those are the two two biggest things that I think need to be addressed but we'll see what the other 14 members of the council have to say cool all right uh, so we want to transition and talk a little bit about the uh Guild of Guardians beta that we did so we kind of it's kind of winding down kind of wrapping that up um why don't you Share share some of your initial thoughts, and then I'll I'll let you know what I think too. Yeah, so Guild of Guardians, uh, I didn't get in the initial beta, and it was because my phone was too old apparently, and I was like, ah, I thought a Pixel Three XL would be fine, and uh, <laughs> then they let me in anyway. I used my Pixel Three XL, and it was really really laggy. It was just so laggy, uh... and I've been meaning to get a, a new phone anyway, so I picked up a new phone. Uh, just for the beta. Oh, wow. That's not entirely true. That's not entirely true. <laughs> Let's just say it's true. Makes it sound like I'm more passionate about it. It's actually go. half true, though. Like, legitimately, it was the impetus you for me like to You were, like, leaning to it, but then that pushed you over the edge. Yeah, yeah. So I picked up a new phone. Now it runs nice and silky smooth. So I was kind of shocked that a four-year-old phone, uh, which is pretty powerful still, it seems like a really good phone. I know... Eight years ago, a four-year-old phone would have been really bad. But these days, it seems like there's only minor enhancements every year. So anyway, my point is I was kind of shocked that it ran so poorly on a four-year-old phone. I was also trying to screen record at the same time, though. So it was Ooh. really straining the uh, straining the device. That'll do it. Yeah. Anyhow, specs aside, uh, on a Pixel 6 Pro, which is what I have now, it runs nice and smooth. And um, so my initial thoughts are... As a mobile game, it is very polished. It's clear that they're like a triple A studio. It's maybe the most polished gameplay for any blockchain game that I've seen yet. That being said, it was also a little bit boring. And I have I a bunch of ideas. I have a bunch of ideas for how to address that, so I'll go over them in a minute. But first, I want to hear what your what your initial impressions were and how you found the game. Yep, yep. So just for, for listeners' frame of reference, I, I played on an iPhone X, which is maybe like three years old, um, and that ran fine. So if you're kind of in that two- to three-year ballpark, you're probably going to be fine like I was. Um, yeah, I had a very similar uh, reaction, which you know I played the first one, the first one did require you to kind of get some new heroes, get the latest and greatest equipment. There was like a, the difficulty ramp was harder. And I think the big thing with this one was it was just a little too easy. Like you just kind of like cheese through it, um, which on some hand, I, I guess, you know, that might make sense, you know, test the systems, test the gameplay, not really want you to struggle. You know, they're not giving away GOG tokens for doing it this time, right? So there's no grind. 
but I, I felt like it took away from the sense of, okay, I do need to grind this a little bit just to feel myself getting more powerful to overcome some obstacle. It really wasn't that. You're basically just like running through each room and kind of killing everything. Um, the other thing, of course, though, that I always try to give them the benefit of the doubt is on a play test like this, all of the kind of bigger picture systems aren't there, right? Like the, the guild system, the crafting, the camaraderie, like working towards a goal, like all that's missing. Yeah. Uh, but the play test that we were given, you know, we, we all had to do a, a survey and give feedback. My pieces of feedback was it was a little dull, I think because it was a little too easy. And the other one was, uh, I agree with you that I think this is a really polished uh, game. It looked really well, uh, or it looked really good. Um, but I don't think it was quite the AAA that they're shooting for. I, but I think they I think they obviously have the talent on the team to get there, uh, so I am confident that they will. But it was just little things here and there weren't quite top-notch. So um, they were really great after the first. So like between the first beta and the second, they did a, they incorporated so much feedback and so many things were better. My favorite thing that was improved was the ultimate system, right, where you know, it kind of slowed down the game, let you line it up. So that was huge feedback from last time they implemented it. So I'm really excited to see what they do with this. But yeah, the, it, it was a it was a little a little slow. Yeah, I think I think to follow up on the dull comment that it 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 was I like I never had a full party wipe ever. Um, yeah. Like it was just it was just easy. I think, and they said it's not the final difficulty, so it's not really a good judge of you know how hard it's going to be. Um, and obviously you don't want it to be too hard to the point where you're just like failing every time, but, yeah. but it felt like it could have been a little bit more difficult. Um, and then it just also felt that there wasn't that much to do in each level. So some of the things I thought were really cool were like the traps, like there's like axes that are swinging back and forth. You have to like dodge through those. There's like steam vent type things that are like blowing steam on you. Like, so there's like different types of traps and stuff that you actually have to dodge through. Um, but unfortunately you only control one out of four characters and the other three characters just walk willy nilly right through the traps behind you and, and get injured. Like they actually take damage yep. and there's nothing you can do about it. And I thought that was really bad. Like that was the most glaring issue for me was that it just kind of seemed like, why do I have these four other, or the four, I need a party of four. Why do I have these three other random people following me around? Why are they taking damage when I can't control them to like dodge through a swinging back and forth? Um, but it would also be a pain in the butt if you had to like pause each one individually and then like move one through, go to the next one, move the next one through. Like, so I don't know what, I think the answer is just they shouldn't take damage, but then maybe that's too easy or maybe they take damage if you take damage. Yeah, I would say there, there's something better. Like either yeah. make them immune to trap damage or if your main character takes damage, like you said, spread it across the team. So it's kind of like, yeah. you know, a group takes a hit. I think I think there are things they can do to make that better. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so that was that was kind of my one big like, and because it would happen with every trap. It was just like my people were just like, we don't care. We love axes hitting our face. <laughs> this is so a problem. My, How? My thing in the level, like the gameplay in the level, uh, this might be just like a minor quip, but you know, you run into a new room and you don't run in far enough and there's just nothing there. And it's like, oh, I need to run a little bit further. So like you run into the center of the room and now they all spawn. Um, I think it would just be a little bit more immersive if 
they were already there, right? Like, you know, you could do things like have have the tanky enemies like at the door and have the archers behind them. And then you have to like dodge over the tanks. Like that could really improve the fun factor. Um, even if they're like spawning just a little bit before you get there, right? So that it looks to you like they were there the whole time. I think there's probably just a little bit better immersion there. I know it's a minor thing, but it's a little jarring to each room. You, you go in, you like wait a half second for them to spawn in and then you fight them. So that's, that's a thing to improve. Yeah, and to piggyback on that and, and and to tie it back into the traps, one of those rooms where you kind of like need to go all the way in in order for things to spawn are like trap rooms, and you basically have to run like and stand underneath like the axes swinging back and forth, and then kind of fight underneath the axes too. <laughs> yeah, just it's constantly not great. getting hit in the face with it. Yep. Yeah, so I don't like that at all, and so I can on one hand tie this to a game that i've been playing a triple a game that uh, is not crypto whatsoever and i think it's fair in some regards because these games need to be polished and they need to be triple a like it shouldn't be crypto first and then gameplay second it needs to be the game is so fun that people don't care that it's nfts that they hate (laughs) they'll try it anyway it needs to be so good that crypto is just it happens to be part of the game. It can't be, well, we've got great tokenomics and like our economies are going to be great and you're going to like, no, it has to be gameplay first. So even though some people might be like, you can't compare a like Returnal is the game I'm going to be talking about because Returnal is what I've been just, I've been playing it nonstop. As soon as we're done doing this podcast, I'm going to go play Returnal. I'm I'm going to check it out. It's so good. It's a, it's a shooter but it's a, a roguelike. And um, so, so, but basically you go into a room, things spawn, you fight them, but sometimes you go into a room and it's like a trap room and it's just traps. And sometimes you go into a room and like, maybe there's like a chest to open or like things to like kind of level up. I think that there could be a lot of, like right now, every room in Guild of Guardians was the same. It was just, mm. you go into the room, you wait for the stuff to spawn, you kill the stuff. It should be, in my opinion, you go into a room. Okay, this room has bad guys. Okay, this room has traps. Okay, this room has like chests. I, I really think there should be some type of chest system within the level. It seemed very dull to me that there wasn't. And then when you finished the level, you were automatically granted one piece of equipment, whether it was like a boot or a hat or a whatever. It was kind of like, like what? Why yeah, did that's I a really this? good point. It would be nice no. to have, like, even if even if it was the exact same as now, except after you killed the last boss, a chest spawn that you opened, like, yep. even that would probably be preferable. But yeah, like, having some randomness to the rooms would be cool. Yeah, so that was, that was kind of the, the major thing that I felt was just, it, it felt too samey. It was like every, every room's the same, every level's the same. Um, the environments look great and yeah. I, I got through the first three and like, they all look vastly different. So there's about like 10 levels, let's say per environment. Um, and then you are on to the next environment and like, they all looked great, but they all felt too samey. And so the other thing that I think was really missing for me was if it's not a roguelike, which it's not, mm. uh, there are specific levels and environments and stuff like that that you go through. There should be a story. And that story could be as simple as like, as Mario, you know, you need, you're trying to get to the (laughs) 
castle to find the princess. Yep. Oh no, the princess is in another castle. I mean, that's like the most basic storytelling in video <laughs> game history and people love yeah. it. But like right now there was no impetus. And maybe this is something that they're planning on adding or already have added. And the beta was strictly just to test, you know, combat systems or whatever. But it, it really lacked like a driving. I, I felt no drive to continue after I got to the third environment. Cause it was just like, okay, this is still just the same. You run to the next room spawn some stuff kill the stuff there there was no challenge because they had the difficulty too low so yeah. it was it got it got old so i think story would definitely help carry it i think randomness um in rooms or, or just variations from room to room yeah even like having a key and then a locked door and you you know maybe branching uh, paths where you have to find a key first and then you can go through the door like anything the old doom gimmick it works yes exactly doom perfect example but yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. So I do want to leave, leave them on a positive note because yes. I was overall, I would say like, you know, at the end of the survey, they asked like, overall, how was your experience? Is it like below a five or above a five? Mine was definitely above a five. I think I gave them like a seven or something like that. Like I am very encouraged. Um, and one thing I actually noticed, I didn't really notice how good the game looked because of the small screen that I was playing it on, right? Like is it, it's a mobile game, right? Um, but when I did the screen record and then like put it up on hive, uh, and it was kind of like big screen, I was like, wow, this actually looks really nice. I, I kind of want to like pull my iPad out or something. Right. And like play it larger. And the mm. really cool thing I've seen on Twitter is, I don't know why I didn't think about this, but like people just, you know, connect their Xbox controllers over Bluetooth. And, and one person had this like uh, Xbox controller plus like a, a mounting thing with their phone on it. So it was like this self-contained mobile. And I was like, oh man, this is gonna solve all of my like screen touching issues. Cause you know, like the swipe to dodge is, is a little hit or miss for me. It's probably just my problem, honestly. But you know, if, if I'm using an Xbox controller to play, it's gonna feel so much more responsive. Um, so that's gonna be really great. So I was really impressed with how it looked, especially as it like blew up on a big screen. It looked, it was really impressive. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it looked fine on my phone. My phone's pretty big, but uh -huh. um, I think, like, I also screen recorded. I was going to do a YouTube video. No offense to the game. It was a little bit too boring of gameplay. To just, it was just kind of mashing attack. Uh, but I agree with you. I, I just want to clarify that I think it was, again, I said it earlier, that it, I think it was the most polished, best crypto game experience experience like it's clear where they're headed yes. is the right direction and i think with just some minor tweaking like they can legitimately have like a huge hit on their hand yep i um, feel the I same do. way yeah just want to clarify that i'm not trying to be like it's all <laughs> negative there's nothing good about it yeah like, it was very it looked great it played great and then obviously the difficulty that's an easy setting i'm sure that they could just you know tweak a couple numbers and then maybe add a few more things like chests and, you know, trap rooms and kind of separating things a little bit better. And, and yeah, I mean, maybe do another play, you know, demo test again, get more feedback. It seems like they, like you said, you were in the first demo. They took a lot of the feedback, they yeah. implemented it. So if they can do that again, I mean, yeah, I think sky's the limit. Cool. So, yeah. So that's, uh, that's going to do it for this one, right? That's all I've got. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to episode four. We'll be back again later with more P2E cast. Thanks for listening. Bye guys.